Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Ron Wilson, and you are in the garden. And if you'd like to join us, love to have you. Here's our number, 749-5500. You can also hit pound 550 on that AT&T phone either way. You're going to wind up right here in our studios in Kenwood. The Durango Kid is in the house. That would be Danny Gleason. He takes your calls, gets you lined up. We do our best to help answer those gardening questions for you. Have a tip you want to share? Give us a buzz, 749-5500, here at 55KRCD Talk Station. Our toll-free number, same as it is every Saturday morning, it's 800-823-8255. Good morning, I am Ron Wilson, your personal yard boy, talking about yardening. And, uh, you know, the holiday season, of course, Thanksgiving, just a couple weeks away. And you know what, I think Thanksgiving, I think uh, lots of food. How about you, Dan? My, a lot of your favorite food. A lot of food, lots of food. Uh, lots of food, no doubt about it. And, you know... <laughs> That lots of that food is seasoned and tastes great because of the fact of all the herbs and spices that we use for the holiday season. As a matter of fact, Amy Enfield from Horticulture for Bonnie Plants. When I think of Thanksgiving, I think of Scarborough Fair. Exactly. That's where I always go. Parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme. But no, no, no. Now you can't say that. You I can't got, say that? You have to sing it. <laughs> Not this early in the morning. <laughs> With us this morning to talk about herbs for the holiday season, Amy Enfield. She is the horticulturist for Bonnie Plants. Of course, her website, which is an outstanding website, bonnieplants.com. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. I thought you'd jump right into song, you know, parsley, sage. I thought you'd jump right into that. I work with enough young people that don't know that song. So when you start singing, well, we're talking Scarborough <laughs> Fair, they go, what? Well, actually, it was kind of a test. Because Dan and I were going to say, if you said what? Then was going up. Oh, She's too, too young. No, every time I think about fall herbs and Thanksgiving herbs in particular, I start singing that song. Yeah, so, I, I, um, so I remember them. Well, I, I when I do, a, we give it garden talks and stuff, talking about container gardening and themes of container gardening. I always say, you know, you always do the uh, uh, Simon and Garfunkel, and they're like, "What are you talking about? Parsley, sage, rosemary." You know. <laughs> How about Jim Croce, planter? Time in a bottle. Oh. <laughs> All right, enough of that. Let's talk about herbs for the holiday season. Of course, Thanksgiving. What would a what would stuffing taste like without herbs in the stuffing, especially sage? I mean, it's pretty uh, bland, soggy. right? <laughs> Say soggy bread. <laughs> it would taste like soggy bread. But thanks to uh, and of course, I, when you think of sage, at least I do. If I smell or taste, what do I think about? I think of Thanksgiving. Absolutely. And if not Thanksgiving, Christmas, far, right far behind it. Or Christmas, you're right, because, you know, you do it at Christmas time, too. And maybe even thanks and the, 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 the uh, New Year's as well. But definitely for Thanksgiving, sage is that, uh, that uh, Thanksgiving herb. Of course, the other one that always comes in there, which a lot of times I think we forget about, is the thyme. Uh, and, of course, rosemary used a lot. And, of course, parsley, of course, used a lot as well. So if these are used a lot and all, and, and, and using the fresh is even better, how do we go about, can we, can we grow those ourselves? Oh, absolutely. And the great thing about these four particular herbs, parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme, is that um, they tend to be our more cold-hardy 
uh, herbs. So some of you may have them in your garden, and they're still perfectly fine. They've liked the cold weather. They've handled the frost all um, pretty. They've come right through that with no issue, and you can still actually harvest out of your outdoor plants. But if you're just getting started, these are um, herbs that grow really well inside as long as you have a nice sunny window, or if you don't have a sunny window, a grow light that you can put them under. Mm-hmm. So I think that the, the big factor, especially I know for rosemary, because a lot of folks, you know, you find that mm-hmm. rosemary plant uh, for the holiday season where they've sheared them into little Christmas trees or whatever, and you bring those in the house. If you don't have a good sunny location uh, to put that thing in, it just, they don't do very well, do they? No, they don't. Um, and they're never going to go quite as well as they do outside. But as long as you can give them a nice bit of light, several hours of direct light a day is best for them you'll have a happy herb inside all winter long, and that means fresh herbs inside all winter long as well. So we got four of them here that uh, will tolerate the cooler weather, and, you know, you mentioned rosemary. Of course, uh, I think a lot of folks don't realize with rosemary because we typically grow her in a container uh, so that we can bring it back inside over the wintertime. But she actually, the rosemary is very, very tough and can take some pretty cold temperatures. It can, and so does the sage. So I grew up with a sage plant planted right outside the corner of my parents' house that it lived there for years, and it got really big. Um, so those tend to be the, the two really cold-hardy ones. But I've had parsley over winter in my garden here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've had parsley for multiple years outside as well. Well, you know, talking about the rosemary, uh, Rita Heikenfeld's an herbalist that we have on our show kind of on a regular basis. And we've always had contests growing rosemary inside us who do, could do the best job over the winter. You know, the ones that, like I was talking about, they were shaped like a Christmas tree. And it is tough. In her house, they heat with, with uh, wood. It's extremely dry. Not real sunny in there. She's always had a difficult time with it. But what she found out that she's actually taken her rosemary that she grows in containers and puts them in an unheated garage in a sunny window, and they come through really well in an unheated garage over the wintertime. Yep, just keeping them kind of protected from the harshest of the the snow, the the freezing, the frost, but a nice cool spot. They grow really well. Yeah, so you got four four particular uh, herbs here that are used extensively through the traditional uh, Thanksgiving dinners, obviously, and of course could be Christmas and New Year's as well. That are also very easy for you to grow uh, either outdoors or indoors. Either way, now and of course. When we do talk about indoor herb gardening, of course, as you just mentioned there earlier, um, sun is probably one of the biggest factors for growing indoors. But what about grow lights? Grow lights work well. Um, you invest in them, you'll have perfect plants year-round. So I have a really nice grow box that I can keep my herbs under, um, keep them up away from the cats who also really like to eat on my herbs as well. <laughs> um, but then I – so. Lots of light, the exact amount of light they need, and then they grow really well. I don't have to worry about whether they're in the right window or not. Now, when it comes to using fresh herbs versus using the dried, you know, we're getting it in the cans or in the jars or whatever and sprinkling those in there, um, it's different uh, rates using the, the dried versus the fresh. The dry generally, it depends on the herb a little bit, but the dry tends to intensify the flavor a little bit. Um because you've concentrated the oils, so you don't need as much of the dried herbs. But there's just something about that fresh um, flavor mm-hmm. of a natural of a fresh herb that it's a. I think it's a more natural taste to the to your dishes when you're cooking than dried herbs. But if you have a lot of herbs outside and you don't have a spot you can bring them indoors, bringing them in and drying them is probably second best to having fresh herbs in your cooking. Do you, uh, Amy Enfield from uh, Horticulture for Bonnie Plants, of course, our website, bonnieplants.com, do you have a favorite way as far as drying your herbs going into the winter season? 
I try to find a dry spot, which depending on the house I'm in and the time of year is easier than others, but I'll just cut big branches and then hang them upside down until they dry. And if it, they start to drop a lot of leaves, I'll take a paper bag and clamp over them. And I just let them stay until they're completely dry. Now, if I wanted to brush it, I could get a dehydrator and do it in a dehydrator as well. But I kind of like just letting them hang and having every time I walk in the basement where it's a little cooler mm-hmm. um, and just smelling them whenever I walk downstairs. Oh, absolutely. You know, I do in the summertime. I may have told you this before. When I I'll, in the summertime with the herbs, I'll take several clippings and rubber band them together and put them under the seat in the truck <laughs> and just let them sit in there. And those, you know, yeah, it is. And you know, it just smells like the produce stand. I mean, you go in there and it's like, oh my gosh, it smells great. And it's amazing how long those oils will continue to just freshen the air in that truck. Uh, Very so, long time. Yes. Yeah. And then, of course, you can take that and toss it in the uh, grill or whatever you want and use it there as well. Talking with Amy Enfield this morning. She is a horticulturist for Bonnie Plants, their website, of course, outstanding website, bonnieplants.com. You know what I like about your website is the fact that, you know, if you went there talking about the, these herbs and learning more about them, you also have recipes on there. We do. So we give you ideas on how to use all these herbs and vegetables you're growing in your garden. And um, there's three really good ones that are seasonal this time of year. So we have a great one on there for cornbread casserole that uses fresh sage. Mm. Um, and then probably my favorite is the maple glaze acorn squash that's um, sprinkled with thyme. And then if you like Brussels sprouts, there's a nice Brussels sprouts recipe in there that uses rosemary as well. So three great recipes you can try for Thanksgiving that utilize these fresh herbs. Okay, and again, you'll find those at bonnieplants.com. And, you know, I've always joked, rosemary, not one of my favorite herbs that are out there. I've always said I don't like chewing on pine needles. But I'm I'm getting (laughs) getting used to uh, rosemary more and more. You can find the nice thick ones. And um, you take all the leaves off. You can actually use those as skewers if you like to grill yeah. so that you kind of impregnate the meat and the uh, vegetables from the inside with just a hint of rosemary. That's a fun trick to do as well. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, the, the one is called barbecue. Yep. Has there that, is a barbecue rosemary. Yeah, it has that real straight stem, so it makes it easy for it to skewer. Got Amy Anfield with us this morning. She's a horticulturist for Bonnie Plants. Her website is bonnieplants.com. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, some other tips that Amy has for us in our gardens. What should we be doing right now? Well, she's got the answers. It's all happening here in the garden with Ron Wilson. How is your garden growing? Call Ron now at 1-800-823-TALK. You're listening to In the Garden with Ron Wilson. Simply Money, weeknights at 6 on 55KRC and online at 55KRC.com. Fuller Information Technologies, Saturday nights at 7 on 55KRC, the talk station. Hey, we got another great webinar coming up. Learn how bees are a sweet link for coexistence and sustainable development in the Gorongosa uh, National Park. Thane Maynard will host this. Remember, uh, we did this a couple weeks ago. Well, they're going to do it again, and this is going to be a really cool one, how the bees and the elephants coexist together and how they work together. For more information to register, osmiabee.com or cincinnatizoo.org. Welcome back here in the garden with Ron Wilson, special guest this morning, horticulturalist for the Bonnie Plants Company, Amy Enfield, and uh, always fun having Amy on. And uh, I tried to get her to sing uh, Scarborough Fair this morning, but just couldn't do it. Not enough coffee yet, she said. No, not enough coffee. Not enough coffee yet. Maybe uh, next time, uh, put a little uh, bur- a Buffalo Trace bourbon cream in there. 
Oh, good point. There's probably some around here somewhere. And that, yeah, there you go. And in that, uh, you'll be ready to sing that with us. Talking about uh, the Thanksgiving herb, sage, thyme, rosemary, parsley, uh, and you can sing it with us as well. Great re- uh, recipes for you also, again, at bonnieplants.com. So looking out at your garden right now as we've now gotten a couple good hard frosts, finally, and it's starting to really knock things back. What you doing out there? Time to clean up. I like announcement prevention is worth a pound of cure. So anything you can do to clean up your garden this fall will be less work you have to do next spring. Um, so I'm out there removing all the dead plants. I don't like letting dead vegetable plants overwinter in my garden beds um, because it can lead to a spot where insects and disease can overwinter, and that just leads to bigger problems next year. So I'm out there removing all my dead plants, um, cleaning up all the debris that's in the garden, and then even uh, prepping the soil for next year. I'm also pulling weeds because if you pull them now, it's less to deal with next year. You know what? I you know I just that's one thing I always try to push so much in the fall is weed control. Get rid of them now, especially if you can catch them early enough before they go to seed. But you pull them out, get rid of them now. You don't have to mess with them so much in the springtime. Right, and they become even harder to deal with in the spring. So now is a great time to get rid of them. Don't let them get a, ho- a foothold, uh, Amy Enfield tells us, from Bonnie Plants. Of course, website, bonnieplants.com. Cleaning it all up, you said something about amending the soils. I-, I still think fall is the time to amend your vegetable garden soils. Oh, absolutely. I like mixing some compost in and kind of letting it sit over the winter. Um, I just see I have better gardens when I do that. And then as you're cleaning out the debris, as long as it's, you know, free of, you know, any kind of disease or insects, you can create your own compost pile pretty easily right at home. And then you're actually reusing your plant material to build your soil for the uh, upcoming years. But if it does have any kind of disease or insects in it, you want to make sure you toss that out. So pitch those out. But if they seem to be disease or insect free, toss them in the compost pile along with some of those freshly ground up leaves and grass clippings and create your own compost pile. And if you haven't started doing that yet... Uh, you need to get into it. You know, one thing I like doing, and, and, and I don't know about you, but dealing with a lot of leaves out there, I'll take tomato cages and line them up in the garden uh, where the rows typically are and fill those up with ground-up leaves and let them just sit there like little towers. And in the springtime when I'm done planting, I just pick up the, the uh, cage, let the leaves fall everywhere, and use those as a top dressing. No, yeah, that used to be what we used to do growing up with our, our family garden was all the leaves would go into the garden in the fall and we'd create a nice layer and then they'd break down all winter long and then we'd take the rototiller out in the spring and, and turn it in. And it took a long time. And I grew up in an area where we had really hard clay soil, but it took several years, but those leaves really helped make nice organic soil to grow in. you gotta, you got to have patience when you're trying to change that uh, structure of that really heavy clay soil, but it does work over time, doesn't it? It does. It was impressive. Talking with Amy Enfield, she's a horticulturist for Bonnie Plants. Again, their website, bonnieplants.com. Don't forget to check it out before the uh, before Thanksgiving to learn more about parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme. And, of course, the great uh, recipes that are on there for you as well and all the other great information for you, too. Um, speaking of compost, uh, I'm assuming you do have a big compost pile. It's small. I oh, live okay. in a neighborhood, and it's just me with some small gardens, but I do have a small compost that I maintain. So that shows you can, can be at any size, small, medium, large, multiple, whatever it may be. But if you're not composting, it's too bad because I, I just think that stuff's like uh, gardener's gold. Get it? Black gold. Black gold. There you go. You heard it from from Amy. So, so yeah, again, so basically clean up, get it ready to go, do the soil amendments, get rid of the weeds, so that when springtime rolls around, some light tilling, and you're ready to jump in there and start planting again. 
absolutely. It also means as soon as spring allows you, if you want to do your cool weather crops, um, the garden's all ready to go, and you're not out there fighting with it. Have you done super cold? So. Have, have you done any experimenting with uh, any tunnel, you know, the hoop tunnels or anything like that for extending the season? Have you gotten that far? I haven't here personally at my house, but at work we're actually trying it right now. So we had some um, broccoli and cauliflower. We got into the garden a little late. Um, so we've actually created tunnels on a bunch of raised beds so that we can try to get those broccoli and cauliflower to harvest. Um, so this is kind of our first year even playing with tunnels um, at our, our, our research and development facility for Bonnie Plants. Now let me, let me ask you a question. If you're there every day growing things in the garden and the vegetables and experimenting and doing all that stuff, is it, is it hard to come home and do the same thing? Sometimes, um, especially <laughs> when you're doing really long hours, um, especially during the peak of the growing season, where there are very long days, like sun up to sundown. So then coming home and working on your own gardens, like kind of, I've already done it. Um, <laughs> but the ability to walk out my door and then pick a fresh tomato or fresh pepper or even g- gather some herbs during the season um, and use those in my meals, it, it's worth it. It's oh, yeah. worth the struggle. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Even though you do it do it for a living, it's still worth having them at home as well. No doubt about it. Talk with Amy Enfield. She's a horticulturist for Bonnie Plants, bonnieplants.com. Absolutely wonderful website. And, of course, now you all are getting ready for uh, for 2021. I think it's going to be another spectacular year when it comes to uh, folks growing their own vegetables. I hope so. All these 21 million new gardeners, um, the vast majority of them say they're they're sticking with it. So hopefully we got another good year coming in 21, and we've got some really cool new introductions coming. So be on the lookout for those. Well, maybe uh, toward the latter part of the winter, you can kind of uh, share some of those with us? Absolutely. Good. Amy Enfield, always a pleasure. Great information. Uh, it's fun having you on the show. Again, she's a horticulturist for Bonnie Plants. Check out their website. It's an absolutely wonderful website with great recipes and lots of great successful tips for you as well, bonnieplants.com. Uh, have a great Thanksgiving, a great holiday season, and let's talk again uh, sometime mid to late uh, winter and find out some about some of those new plants coming along for next year. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. All right, good. Take care. Amy Enfield, again, uh, Bonnie Plants. I love the website. I love their plants. You'll find them at local gar- independent garden centers. You'll find them at uh, other places that they sell, uh, you know, uh, I think Lowe's and places like that have it as well. They do a wonderful job, uh, but it's Bonnie Plants, and uh, check it out. But, again, main thing here, talking about those Thanksgiving traditions and, of course, the, the herbs and the all that you use, sage, thyme, rosemary, parsley. How did Simon and Garfunkel know? To write that song, Parsley, Sage, Rosemary, and Thyme, that they were also the Thanksgiving herbs. Who knows? If you know why, if you know Art Garfunkel or Simon, or Paul Simon, ask him and find out. I'd love to know why. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. Another special guest, M. Shipman from Kids Gardening. Going to talk to us about a little project you can be doing with those grandkids or those kids indoors messing around with worms here in the garden with Ron Wilson. or not, Ron can help at 1-800-823-TALK. This is In the Garden with Ron Wilson. This is 55KRC, an iHeartRadio station.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.